Welcome to Brazen, a weekly podcast where we get down and dirty on how we can live a more bold, curious, and vibrant life. We are your hosts, Callie Hughes, a self-care coach and nurse practitioner, and Valerie King-Maller, a business growth and mindset coach. In this podcast, we are helping women stop people-pleasing and perfectionism, awaken their inner badass, and discover what can happen when we take the lead in our own life. Join us as we explore everything available to us when we brazenly take accountability for our life and well-being. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Brazen Podcast. Today, we are going to be giving you a sneak peek into what an offering for one of our Patreon subscribers might see, and we are going to give you a book review. This is going to be part of the monthly benefits for our Patreon subscribers if you're in the second tier or higher. And it's basically where we read the leadership and self-development and professional development books and let you know what the deal is with them so that you don't have to spend your time reading something that might not resonate with you or you might hate. So today we're going to be talking about the book Essentialism by Greg McCown. So we're going to start with a summary and then we're going to kind of go into a letter grade that we give it based on what we like and what we don't like and the readability of it, like an overall review, some of our key takeaways and how we're putting the points that we learned in this book into use in our actual personal or professional lives or not. (laughs) And yeah, so let's get started. So a little bit about this book. This is a summary that I got from Goodreads. So it's for anybody who has found themselves stretched too thin, simultaneously feeling overworked and underutilized, if you're feeling really busy but not productive, or if you feel like your time is constantly being hijacked by other people's agendas. I know that I found myself in that description before I started reading Essentialism. So the description goes on to say, if you've answered yes to any of these, the way out is the way of the essentialist. The way of the essentialist isn't about getting more done in less time. It's about getting only the right things done. It's not a time management strategy or a productivity technique. It is a systematic discipline for discerning what is absolutely essential and then eliminating everything that is not so that we can make the highest possible contribution toward the things that really matter. By forcing us to apply a more selective criteria for what is essential, the disciplined pursuit of less empowers us to reclaim control of our own choices about where to spend our precious time and energy instead of giving others the implicit permission to choose for us. Essentialism is not one more thing. It's a whole new way of doing everything, a must-read for any leader, manager, or individual who wants to learn how to do less but better in every area of their lives. Essentialism is a movement whose time has come. So, Valerie, why don't you kick us off and kind of give us 
your overall grade and explain how you got to that grade. Yeah. So everyone who has ever worked with me knows that I recommend this book to literally all of my clients. I think, you know, that summary was a really good summary. I think where I see this book being so important nowadays is to avoid burnout and to kind of not be flailing around trying to do everything all of the time. And so we'll talk a little bit more about our takeaways, but we give this book an A minus. It is definitely one of my main books, business books, but the readability is a little bit rough. Like I do listen to all of my nonfiction business books and it reads a little bit dry. (laughs) It's not like super inspiring until you kind of like really take the message and boil it down into practical steps. And then you're like, okay, this is something I really needed in my life. But it wasn't something that the whole time I was listening, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we still gave it, or at least I still gave it a really high score though of an A minus. Yeah. I also gave it an A minus. And The reason that I didn't score it higher is because of what you said. Like it's kind of dry and it's sort of textbooky and it kind of is a little bit limited in the readability just because of that. But I will say it doesn't have a lot of jargon and it's not really like a highbrow super intellectual language that they use like it's really accessible to the lay person so for that reason i kept it in the a category you know you just have to know going into it that there's definitely not like a narrative that goes along with it it's really easy to kind of like make a bullet point outline on what this book is about like it's just very boom which, you know, I personally actually really like in my business books. You know, it makes it easier for me to follow and kind of like compartmentalize in my mind. So what were some of your takeaways? So I think the reason I love it the most is because when working with clients, I generally have a clientele who is very similar to me and that we all have the shiny object syndrome. And so this sort of reminds you that you don't need to be jumping down every single path and also just, in fact, encourages you to be focusing on just a few things and doing them really well. And I think that's a really good reminder in this day and age when we're inundated with messages about especially marketing or just like every new hot trend in business. And I think it can be really hard when you're a business owner, especially if you're a creative business owner, because you're really excited by all of that. But when you realize that focusing on just a few things means you go a lot further, it is like super eye-opening. So I think that's like the number one thing that I've taken away from it. I would say the number two thing, and I think you're going to talk about this a little bit more, but he talks about sleep. And I am someone that has really battled the sleep demons (laughs) for a long time where I love to stay up super late and get up really early. And he talks about a case study where these group of violinists, basically how they were ranked by skill. The first thing that sort of led to success was practice hours, but the second thing was sleep. And that like highest rated violinists had, you know, roughly eight hours or more of sleep a night. And those that performed less 
had less sleep. So it just was kind of eye-opening that it's not just a health thing. It's also a success thing. So that's been really helpful. And the third thing is just kind of adopting the essentialism in my personal life and choosing things that are really valuable to me personally, instead of like adding all these sort of events to my calendar because I have FOMO, (laughs) which is something that I used to do all the time. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to just do things that I really love doing. So that's been huge for me as well. How about you? Yeah. So one thing that I really loved was the practical tips that help divide, as he says, the trivial many from the essential few. And Valerie, you resonated with this concept because of your shiny object syndrome. And I resonate with it because of my people pleasing traits it gives some really awesome practical tips on how to gracefully say no to things, which I found to be super helpful. And it kind of gives a whole range of responses from like just a very direct answer to a more, you know, diplomatic, Mm -hmm. you know, beating around the bush, but still getting your message across kind of way of saying no. So I really appreciated the practicality of some of the tips that he gave in how to kind of distinguish what was essential and what was not, and then how to say no to the things that are not essential. I also really liked how it kind of dove a little bit into the self-care territory by addressing things like sleep, like Valerie mentioned, but also the importance of incorporating play and fun into your life. I know that's not something that I expected to hear from a business or like leadership productivity type book, but the fact that they incorporated that just really impressed me because there is so much research out there showing the benefits of like this balance between you know productivity but then also like aimless and unproductive quote unquote mm-hmm. time so that was my second thing and then i've really noticed that i've started using the essentialism lens when I'm trying to make decisions on whether I'm going to say yes to something or not, because I tend to say yes to a lot of things like overcommit myself and then overflow my calendar because I don't want to miss out on something that could potentially be a good or, you know, bonding activity, like for my family or like a growth opportunity for my career or my business. And so it really has helped me kind of focus my attention onto the things that are going to help me create the greatest impact, which is one of the big things that he talks about. And then also is aligned with my own personal core values for everything. So that's one of the biggest ways that I've noticed I've been incorporating what I learned in this book into my own life. And one final point, I think for leaders out there, I found this book really useful in previous jobs by setting priorities for your team. I think that 
in particular, when you're working with a group of people, everything can seem like a priority at work. But I think setting a weekly goal, for example, of something that you want to work on that week, as opposed to saying these are our top 10 priorities, which he talks a lot about. So instead of focusing on multiple priorities throughout the week, it is something where you're focusing on one particular goal and that is just your priority for that week. And it really helps to focus the team on that particular thing as opposed to kind of having your brain all over the place with different priorities. So I really have found that to be really helpful in kind of moving us forward each week. I love that. So if this sounds interesting to you, then I encourage you to get this book from your library or buy it on Audible or get it from a bookstore, whatever vibe you're going for with your reading right now. Because I know for me, it changes depending on my (laughs) mood. (laughs) And if you're interested in learning how you can really dig into these concepts, apply them in your personal life and apply them in your leadership, then I really would love for you to join us for group coaching at the end of the month. So this month, we're going to be meeting July 25th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And we're going to spend an hour just talking as a small group and discussing anything and everything from how to identify your core values or what your highest contribution to the world might be, to how to gracefully decline opportunities or you know, figure out what's essential when it's really not a clear cut, this is good or this is not good for me how essentialism applies to your personal and professional life, your leadership journey. We'll be answering all of your questions on how to kind of build this into your own personal leadership style. So please join us. You can go to our Patreon. The link is in the bio for this episode. And you can join the third tier for just $25 a month. And you're going to get so much value out of this. And it's really going to be a minimal investment for a huge payout down the line. So the other thing is don't wait. If this sounds interesting to you, jump on it because there are a pretty limited number of spots available. And that is because we want to make sure that this group stays small. And so it's a really effective coaching conversation. So We would love to see you there. We can't wait. This is one of our favorite topics to discuss. So we're just going to be totally into it. So we are excited. We hope to see you there. And tune in next week for another episode of The Brazen Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Brazen Podcast. We'd love to hear more about your parenthood or child-free journey, so please feel free to email us at hello at brazenwomen.com. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and share the episode so we can get the word out there. We'll be back here next Tuesday, but in the meantime, keep being brazen.